Welcome back to the Home Abroad Podcast. On today's episode, I'll be speaking to Sonia, who is currently living and studying in Stuttgart. Sonia moved to Stuttgart from Bulgaria for her bachelor's, and she'll be sharing all about her experience living with German roommates. So Sonia, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, of course. Hi, everyone. I'm Sonia. I'm almost 24 years old. I'm actually Bulgarian, but been living in Germany for the past like four or five years. So I've gathered some experience with Germany. <laughs> yeah, um, also student in my master's and hopefully in a few years I can be an architect. Who knows? I'm sure you will be. And a fantastic <laughs> architect at that. Okay, so let's get right into it. What's it like to live with German roommates? Tell me all about it. Okay, so the comparison I can make is, of course, with international roommates to German roommates. Also, dorms in Germany are like shared flats with boys and girls. And you have like your separate room and you have your privacy. But the kitchen and the other amenities you share, of course, with other people. So I've noticed that Germans, they find a very roundabout way to tell you what is actually what they need from you. So they won't be brusque when they're telling you like what they want you to do, but they'll be a bit like, are they a bit passive yeah, aggressive so maybe? Not really. I don't know. Like I still cannot tell, but I think like mostly through, through their bones, they're mm -hmm. very nice people. They're just cold. And they have like their safe space and then don't let anyone like super, super close to them. Like you really need to work your way through if you want to be friends yeah. with one of them. I always compare them to cats. <laughs> Most of them are not happy for me comparing them with cats, but it's the true people. That's such a funny yeah. comparison. Yeah, because with the dog, a dog is your friend. A dog loves you, but with a cat. You have to come to go there with a bit of food, a bit of something like, please love me. And they're just going to be like, no. Nah. That's so funny. So you have to earn the affection of a German person. You have to earn exactly. the Exactly. Yeah. That's such a funny comparison. So you'd say, yeah, they're very tolerant, but maybe not straightforward when they want to tell you to bring the bins out. Exactly. Perfect. Um, are there certain dynamics that you think people should be aware of when they're moving in with German housemates? Is there anything that you let people know before they start living with German people, maybe? Sometimes it feels very professional mm -hmm. living with German people, especially, I don't know, probably um, the people I've lived with, like I've never had like such problems that I'd say, I'm moving out. I don't want to see you anymore. It's, we never had something like this. But if you're not moving with your friends, you mostly have to be prepared that it's like a very, I don't know, a bit of, not of a cold dynamic, but a very grayish dynamic that everyone does their stuff. You don't always know what your flatmate is doing, what there's, what they're about or something. Only if you ask them, you can try to get to know each other, but it's never going to be like, Starting a conversation, hey, my day was like this and this, and I did something like this and this. It's very like a shared flat. It's just this. But if so you live with friends, then of course it's something completely yeah. different. So it's probably quite like individualistic when you're living with German people. Everyone keeps to themselves and has their own little lives, and you might not interact that much unless you're already friends. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Very interesting. Did it take you long to adapt to living with German housemates? Not really, because I've moved actually three times or four times. The first time it was just for a month. So I was searching for a dorm room in Stuttgart. Also for everyone who decides to move to Stuttgart, please start searching very early on because there's no space. And if you want to find something nice, then you have to really try it because most of the rooms are rented between friends and friends. So it's very tricky to actually find something. But yeah, so the first experience was just for a month with two older guys and me that were Germans. And those people, they do not know what it's like to actually have some privacy in the meaning of please don't walk around the apartment with your boxer shorts. I don't know you, please don't. That's so funny. It's so funny. Imagine I'm like 19 years old. I've just moved to Germany and someone's ringing and knocking at the door. So I opened the door of my room. And my flatmate, he was like quicker than me. And I just opened the door and I see him talking to someone at the door, almost naked. I'm like, oh, okay, so we closed the door. We weren't here. <laughs> no. That is so yeah. funny. I feel yeah. like I'm also such a shock to the system as a young student just moving to a new city to study and you live with two 30-year-old <laughs> men. <laughs> yeah, it was, I was actually lucky to have some things just for a month. And then I got from like the agency to the university or something. I managed to have to find a room, like a dorm room where I spent like almost two years mm -hmm. and we were five, I think. So there was a bit of a change or something. And the Germans I've lived with have been very different from each other. There was this girl who was always like, yeah, we need to clean this. We need to clean that. We need to do this. And I was like, I don't have the free time. I'm not always here. Yeah. There was this guy that was super chill. For him, everything was like, okay, just go with the flow. Just go with it. It's not a problem. And I've had also a roommate that for almost a year got his girlfriend who was from France, I think, or something to live with us in the student dorm very kind of him the beds are single beds and i know for a fact that he didn't change the bed oh god That's or i think space. i never heard him like rushing through a door with a new mattress or a new bed so i don't know <laughs> i don't know they what must they have a really good relationship <laughs> a year in a single bed is wild i can't like a year sharing a single bed is wild yeah totally can't true. imagine that yeah so when you lived in dorms, did you live with German people then as well? And also now? Or what way does it work? Uh, then, there, like, we were, I think we were always like two or three people who were somehow international from other parts of Europe, Erasmus students or people from East Asia. But then when I moved to my previous apartment, we were three girls. Two of them were German and it was me, the third one. And it was actually pretty cool dynamic. I never actually wanted to move out from there, but my, a pretty close friend of mine, I can also say like my best friend, she didn't like her dorm room 
She did not like her apartment at all. She's a German, lived with two German boys for not even a month. And she was like, I'm moving out. You're either coming with me or I'm moving out alone. So she found a pretty nice apartment. And yeah, now we live here. So you live with a German person, but it's also your best friend. That's, that's good. That's yeah. a nice little scenario. Did you guys meet there or were you friends before? We were friends before. We actually known each other from university, but we were never friends there. We did both like a student internship at an architectural firm where we actually started like a more of a friendshipy connection. And then from gossip to gossip, we were like, yeah, let's move in together. Yeah. And it's actually pretty funny because most people t say, yeah, people from Southern Europe, you're so warm, so happy, so cheerful, so nice. And Germans are so cold, so they keep to themselves. And the funny thing is my flatmate, she is super cheerful, super nice, always oversharing. And I'm the one that keeps to herself and always like super like secretive and like, I don't want to talk. I love that you just said, no, I'm not into that stereotype. Switch it up. We're going the other way around. <laughs> <so I'm... laughs> I yeah. love that. Tell me, are there any, are there pros and cons to living with Germans? Like the pro is that no matter what the views are and what happens and everything, you'll have a German roommate with you, like a German person living with you that can always translate something if you don't understand it or if they don't understand something, then they have friends or parents and you can get the system a bit easier and understand a lot more. But also sometimes it's pretty difficult because they don't really understand what kind of a step you took when you moved completely, like you switched the country from your hometown. That's actually so true because I think I also, not that I noticed it when I moved here, but I think it's... Or even for me, when I studied in Ireland, the first semester I was there, we lived with American people who had moved over. And I don't think I quite understood back then how big a deal it was to move, for them to move to a totally different country. And it's so easy to be dismissive and be like, oh my God, get over the weather. It's not that bad. But also exactly. it, for them, it is really bad because they're coming from, not always, but a lot of them were coming from really hot and sunny climates. And then they came to Ireland and such a, such a shock <laughs> to the system. When you come from like a sunny place and then you end up in Galway where it rains all the time. Yeah. So it's so true. I think when you're native to that country, it's very easy to just be dismissive of the journey that it takes to actually get to a new country and live in a new country that you're not familiar with, especially when the language is not your first language. Like I can yeah. only, uh, I'm quite lucky that here most, not most things, but a lot of things are available in English in the Netherlands. So I can mm -hmm. imagine in Germany, they're a lot less friendly towards English speakers not even friendly but a lot of things are not available in English in Germany no there's almost nothing available but actually a pretty funny story with flatmates of mine I told you like German people they're not as straightforward as for example I am more yeah. maybe I need to be more of a diplomat but <laughs> I cannot be I'm telling things as I see them maybe it's a bit childlike but we had a discussion that when I said I'm from other cultural heritage, I understand things differently. And if I do something, it's not always passive aggressive. And I don't mean it in a bad way. It's just the way things are. 
And one of my flatmates interpreted my sentences completely differently. And for them, it meant, yeah, I'm a snob. And I'm telling them that my education and the way I've been raised, it's better than the way they have been raised. I never meant it that way, but it was interpreted like this. And it was a situation where I thought I'm still a different person. Four years here won't make me something new. You're not going to become German just because you lived there for a few years. Exactly, exactly. You still grew up in a completely different environment. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point to make because I think it's one thing, like it's definitely something I didn't really factor when I moved to the Netherlands. I didn't think about how culturally different it was going to be. I don't know why I just had it in my head like, still Europe it'll still be the same but it's incredibly different I think every country you go to you have a completely different culture that you're dealing with and that you're getting used to but it's also again as a native person it's so easy to just go you came here so adapt to our culture but it's not like you can just adapt to it that quickly I'll never eat hagslag no when I said it's to Europe I have a colleague of mine he comes from Mexico and We had a very heated discussion because for him, you need two hours to actually get out of Mexico City. And in Europe, in two hours, we can be in another country. Yeah. So for him, Europe is just one thing. And we are all people that cannot agree that we are actually all the same. And very funny because Europe is actually, it's small, but we're all so different. We're alike, but also so different. Like, I think definitely Ireland is not as progressive as the Netherlands. And I don't think it's Germany either. I was so shocked at how progressive things were when I came here. And like, even I met some of my friends' parents, my Dutch friends' parents, and they were so progressive and so like in tune with what's going on and so comfortable having a conversation about gay rights and abortion and things that are really taboo in Ireland and that like we've only recently voted on. So for me, it was such a culture shock to come to such a progressive country. And I live, it's an hour flight. It's an hour flight home. It's not far. It's an hour. Exactly. It's not that much. Also, something else. Living with Germans to Germans, there is a super big difference because for some people that come from Northern Germany, German in Southern Germany, the foreign language. Yeah, really, they're... Uh, I don't know how to call them in English, but Germany is like divided in 16 like parts, I'd say, like like provinces. I don't provinces. Exactly. I think I don't know, like a federal states. Uh, states. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'd say exactly. And then someone be like, no, that's not true. So southern Germany, Baden-Württemberg, where Stuttgart is the capital, mm. the people are... Swabian, they speak Swabian German, which is very, I'd say, very like soft German, like Kashani. And if ish is I, they'd say ish. Ah, okay. I didn't so know that. There's also this thing where German can be also very foreign language to German. Yeah. So they have like different dialects across the country. But do they yeah, not? They like, have different. They don't understand each other. Sometimes, yeah. Uh, I've recently had a conversation with a friend of mine and I was like, hey, but you actually speak pretty good German. And he was like, thanks. I've learned it in the Netherlands. And I was like, what? 
And he was like, yeah, I had a German roommate. She came from Hamburg. So I was nice. obliged to speak normal German with her and it stuck. And I was like, wow. I love that he was obliged to speak German with her in a country that doesn't speak German. Germans, like from what I've heard from friends of mine that also have studied abroad, it's like birds of a feather flock together. Germans are always together. I don't know why, but always. I suppose it's one of those things that like when you grow up in a country, because this is actually, again, a big part of the article I wrote for Stuttgart when I was researching it was that it's difficult to make friends in Stuttgart. It can be difficult to make friends in Stuttgart because people really stick together because they have their own social circles that they grew up with. And at first I was like, you think like, even when I come over here, I was like, you think they'd like people would want to make international friends. And then I remembered when I was in college, I like was glued to my Irish friends. I didn't go near anyone who wasn't Irish just because I just didn't even think of it. It didn't even cross my mind. So it makes sense in a way, but it is a shame also because it means that as an expat, it can be tricky to make friends with German people and to integrate with German people unless you're there for years and years. This is true. They keep to themselves. They stick with their friends, the friends that they've made in the first semesters or actually come from their hometowns and everything. It's okay. It's, it is what it is. It's true. Like they won't always give you a hand to help you because yeah. they're mostly scared that they are going to get burned somehow. They're not taking any big risks. But also for an international student, I'd say don't hesitate to talk to people and give your time to adapt and to integrate. Because people that come from this country, you cannot expect from them that they are going to come to you and know where it hurts and where you need help. You have to ask precisely for it. Because yeah. in my project, there is this guy, like the Erasmus student, he understands German, but he speaks in English, but it's also very broken English. And I'm like, if you want to integrate, just get out of your comfort zone and speak mm. to us and talk to us. Try to understand us, ask how we are, what we are used to doing at the university and everything. You are also like a future architect. Then separate yourself from us and then call us and the bad guys that we don't integrate him. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, I think something you have to factor in when you're moving to a country where English isn't the first language is how much you're going to get by with your English or if you're going to have to start learning the language. I think you have to just accept that as like a barrier to entry, depending on where you're going, obviously, because I know a lot of people who live in Berlin and a lot of them don't speak German, but they don't really need to in Berlin because there's a lot of English speakers around them. But Berlin is a time capsule. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What do you mean? Berlin is, I don't know, if you hear Berlin, it's different. Like, actually, if you see like a girl walking completely in black, like a black leather coat, black this, black that, Something like weird wolf cut hair and everything. You're just like Berlin. Because it's a whole it's ambience giving for Berlin. <laughs> it's giving Berlin. Exactly. It's giving I Berlin. It's like that TikTok trend where people were like, I've been in Berlin for one month and they like completely changed their look. It is. It is. But I ha- cannot say anything because for four years ago, I had hair long until, I don't know, almost... To the end of my back. Didn't have the bangs. <laughs> Wore colors. And I'm like almost completely ba- black neutrals. Have bangs and a short hair. So your thing is like one month at Stuttgart. I've got bangs and short hair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You yeah. should join in. on. Th- you should make a trend for Stuttgart. Just you. You can start it. I believe in you. 
I've thought about it. Actually, friends of mine have been laughing at me because we have a laundry room outside of the building. It's still our washing machine. It's just not in the apartment. Yeah. And I always wear those Adidas lights from my flatmate. And she's like, you've been living here for four years. Do you want to tell me that you don't have slides? <laughs> I'm like, no, I have yours. Is that a thing in Germany, Adidas lights? Interesting. Didn't know that. Everyone has them. I don't know why. Yeah. Everyone has Adidas slides in Germany. So before you move yeah. to Germany, top tip, buy some Adidas slides. Are there any challenges that people, you think people should be aware of when living with German people? I think it's a very individual experience. Because what I can say, many other people cannot. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people that come outside of Germany are like, I can never be friends with German people. I can never feel like I'm a part of them. And some say, yeah, they're my best friends. They're perfect. They're great. It's just like very personal experience. Mm. And I'd say like everyone is different. And a lot of people should stop like expecting that what their parents know about Germans or what they've heard in those old articles about something. It's not it. It's just you said, it's a super progressive country. People change. They're very open to new things. And most of the time, there are some people that could can feel like scared by you or threatened by you because you're this ambitious person that has managed to come to their country and be like, hey, I'm here. I'm here to make a change and to prove myself. That's such a difficult point because I think the biggest thing, with, at least for me, in doing research for these interviews is that there are so many stereotypes about German people. But while I do think to an extent there is like certain truth to some of them, it is, it's very difficult to say, oh yeah, all German people are sticklers for time. Because I have one German friend who is consistently late. I'm also consistently late, so I'm okay with it. Everyone is consistently like, late. Oh, just, okay. just Google some stuff about German, the German train. There yeah. are like thousands and thousands of jokes that <laughs> the German train line cannot come on time. It's never. Like, it's really just like the Netherlands then. And they're precise people, but they tend to come always late. And no matter to what, I don't know, like being on time is just, a, again, a personal thing. Or more, yeah. maybe like more about people from Switzerland. Okay, good to know. I didn't know that was a thing about people from Switzerland. But I just think it's yeah. so funny that it's like such a common stereotype of German people. And there's, at least from my experience and from a lot of people who I've spoken to, it's not really true. Like, it's not really, except for obviously in like job interviews and stuff. In that case, of course, everyone is strict on time in that case. Yeah. For example, the uh, firm I'm working in, we have like strict working hours from mm -hmm. 10 a.m. until 4 p.m. So this means I have time from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. to get to the office. Nice. And if I get there at 10, no one will tell me like, how dare you come so late to work? Because if I come late to work, then I'll be the last to go. Of course, yeah. there are some offices that require you to be there until 8.30. There's such, but mostly it's normal if you're late to something. It happens. Just don't make a habit out of it. So last question I have for you is, what advice would you give expats who want to adapt to a German way of living? So take their time. Do not expect things 
to happen in a rush because Germans are very rational people and there is very little of this spontaneousness that we are actually used to. Just take your time to adapt and not always expect from people to be able to put themselves in your shoes and understand where you come from and what are your intentions. Okay, thank you so much, Sonia. We covered so much in that interview. But I'm just going to go back over some of the takeaways, the important takeaways from the interview. In terms of what it's like to live with German roommates, your experience has been that they are very tolerant, but less straightforward. So if they want to ask you to do something, they'll find a bit of a roundabout way to do it. But they will ask you to do it eventually. And that it can also be because everyone has their own individual lives, unless you're already friends. Everyone is quite individualistic and keeps to themselves and has have their own lives to go about. It takes a very long time to find a place to live in Stuttgart. So if anyone is thinking of moving to Stuttgart, I think that's a general rule to keep in mind for anywhere you're moving anywhere this time, because the property market everywhere is a bit of a disaster. So the sooner yeah. you start looking, the better a chance you have to find something affordable and nice. And Annie said, yeah, exactly. Manage to find something prepare for the price for the heating because it's gas and it's bad. <laughs> so be prepared for expensive utilities if you're living in an old building. Yeah, exactly. You have experienced different dynamics in every environment that you've lived in with German people because obviously it depends on the people that you're living with. But in one case, you had no privacy. <laughs> so be warned, you might not have any privacy. Again, I think that rule applies to any culture that you're living with. Some people just... Like going around in their boxers. You just have to figure out a way to be okay with that. But there are some pros to living with German people in that they can help you understand and translate difficult documents. I'm guessing they relate to like taxes and contracts and stuff that are typically in a different language that you need to translate. Yeah. But then also some of the cons are you might learn German. Some Germans might not understand your German because it depends on their dialect. But you really recommend yeah. learning German before you move to Germany. Take your time adjusting because Germans are quite rational people. Spontaneity is not super common amongst German people. And they might not always trust you because they don't know what your intentions or your culture and heritage is. So yeah. I think that's also, again, that all of these are just general lessons for when you're moving in with people. Like people don't always understand your culture right away so that they'll understand where you're coming from a little bit more. For me, it was moving here. I found Dutch people to be so abrupt at first. We don't get straight to the point in the same way you said that German people <laughs> don't. But Dutch people are like, hi, I need this. I need it. Yeah, I was at university and I told to a fellow student of mine, can you give me the ruler or something? I was like, don't you use the word please or thank you in Bulgaria? Like, why are you like this? Because for him, it was normally, can you please give me the ruler? Yeah, if it can, if it could be possible for you, if you have the time, I'm sorry to distract you, but please, fair, fair. But that's again, that's the thing. Now I think I'm a bit more, a bit more direct when I'm asking for stuff. Like I've learned to mm -hmm. stop asking, "How are you?" Because at home, when I was working, if I wanted something from someone, I'd be like, "Hey, how are you?" And then I'd get into what I wanted. Here, if you say, mm -hmm. "Hey, how are you?" People answer that, and like you start a conversation. Whereas at home, it's just it's like a greeting. But people are like, yeah, I'm good, thanks. Sus. <laughs> if I just said, hey, I want this, it goes across so much clearer. Yeah. Dutch people, yeah. at least. So yeah, that's just generally a good takeaway. 
But thank you so much, Sonia. Yeah. We got some great advice from you about living with German housemates, German roommates. I hope you enjoy living in Stuttgart with your best friend. That honestly sounds like <laughs> a little bit of a dream come true. And I look forward to seeing you being an architect. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Home Abroad. In this season of Home Abroad, we'll be covering all aspects of expat living, from dating to job interviews. We cover everything you need to know. And be sure to subscribe to Home Abroad to keep up with our latest episodes and hear from Sonia a few more times, I hope. Thank you, Sonia. I'll talk to you later. Thank you for having me.